This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilts Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel and IT instructor at Home Community College. Well, today is the first show of 2019. And what better way to start things off than with improving yourself? So today we're going to talk about fitness and technology and how technology is changing your workout routine. To be a part of the show, call 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MVB Think Radio. Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilt Couture, information technology expert at Newport Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. Well, today is the first show of 2019, and what better way to start things off than with improving yourself? So today we're going to talk about exercise tech and how technology is changing your workout routines. Now, you can be a part of our conversation by calling 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. And y'all missed it when the song was playing there. You know, we had Michelle was in here. She had the full dance going on. She's got the Olivia Newton-John outfit going, got the little headband. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's Don't she's forget the leg warmer. Oh, yeah. The legging. And the leotard. Yeah. There oh, we go. God, love that. Got to love the 80s, huh? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but uh, speaking of that. We're not in the 80s. It's 2019. Didn't we just get through 2018? I mean, I I thought we just did this. You know what? It feels like it was yesterday when we did our first show. And you know what? That means just we're getting older and time is going by. I mean, it is really going by. And I love it, but it's a little scary because we'll be at 2020 in a minute, won't we? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and speaking of that, have you heard, you know, they're they're trying to uh petition to get Barbara Walters to do the uh the ball drop in there so we can hear, you know, this Barbara Walters in this 2020, you know. <laughs> That's cute. That'll be yeah. good. I think they need to uh do something fun. I watched it this year. I was at home by myself on New Year's Eve. My daughter left and uh she wanted to be with her friends and our I'm kids like, were gone too. Yeah, but I was by my I, no one wants to be by themselves on New Year's Eve. And uh, so I laid in the bed and watched the ball drop. Well, I mean, I, I made it up to the uh, Eastern Time Zone ball drop and then went to bed. You know, <laughs> oh, I mean, wow. I, I at least made sure American made it there. And then I was like, okay, Central Time will be okay without me. Exactly, exactly. So how was your holiday? Oh, was I mean, good? it was great. Lots of relaxing, you know, um, kids running every which mm-hmm. way. But mm-hmm. no, it was really good. We didn't do anything going out of town or anything mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. dramatic. So, How did the tech thing go? Because so, I know we were before you left, we were talking about I still was up in the air about what to get uh, my daughter for Christmas. So I actually uh, settled on the four uh uh, Apple Watch. Okay. And okay. I yeah. got her. He talked. Of course, they talk you into getting the. Why would you get her a an old Apple Watch? Get her the newest one. So. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to, you know, it's like a lot of what I was hearing. They said, you know, if you already had a three, um, there wasn't as much of a reason unless you had a specific need for something to really just make that jump to the four. But if you were just getting into it, you might as well go ahead and get the newer one, get a little more life out of it. Might um, as well just pay all that money. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you got it like that, Michelle. So oh, cool. no. Well, you know, I wanted her to be happy, and she really was. She was surprised. And mm-hmm. what's funny, I want to tell this little quick funny story. She uh, was at pumping the gas, and I was in the car. Her phone was in the car with me, and it was ringing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, turned around, and I'm like, about to tell her her phone is ringing. Oh, yeah, she can she's, answer it on the phone. She's at watch. the gas pump, 
talking, and it looked like a James Bond moment. It was so cool to me. I'm like, golly. Yep. She's talking, and she's like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, that is so cool. I want one. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, and it really does come in handy. Like, one thing that I like with it, too, is, you know, I mean, I've missed a couple of shows here, and I'll actually be having to call in next week because mm. of traveling and mm. such. But I just like whenever Apple Maps is actually going on your phone, when you're when it's kind of like, you know, the GPS is guiding you somewhere, it'll actually start vibrating your phone when you're getting close. I mean, oh. vibrating your watch when you're getting close to a turn so that you know to kind of pay attention. And, that is so cool. And speaking yeah. of Apple Watch, we're going to um, show, I'm going to let you listen to a little bit of what the Apple Watch actually can do in just a little bit. But we're going to first talk about the hottest stories of 2019. I mean, well, I mean, tech you know, we're only a couple weeks into it, so it's already <laughs> heating up. It is. Speaking of the biggest story is, of course, the CES conference uh, showcase going on right now. It ends uh, Friday. It right. started this past Sunday in Las Vegas. Yeah, tell you know, them what the CES is. Consumer Electronics Show. It is pretty much uh, – I've been out there. I, I've been fortunate enough to be able to go a couple of years um, out there, and it is just – the geekiest place yeah, on it's, earth. It's Nerdvana. <laughs> I mean, it's just there's so much going on with it. But really, this is where a lot of your tech companies, be it, um, you know, home theater, uh, wearables, uh, Lord, car audio, mobile, you know, just everything you can kind of imagine in the tech world. This is where a lot of these companies are actually showcasing it, bringing it out. So, of course, all of your big players are out there. The innovators uh, in the breakthrough technology. Yeah, you're gonna, you know, ever it's that this is the place to be if you're into tech, correct? Oh, oh, I mean it is, and it's just they call um, it the global stage of tech. And, wow! And I will guarantee you, if you're out there and if you have a, uh, a fitness monitor on your wrist, you're going to put in miles just trying to walk this. Seriously, thing. it is enormous. And guess who the keynote speaker this year is? Oh, Verizon's, who was this year's? Uh, Verizon CEO Hans Vestberg. Oh, cool. I know I got. I had a memory pop up on my Facebook today reminding me of me and my best friend were out there quite a few years ago, and it, it, it showed me and him hanging out with Drew Carey at ah. one point out there. So so you get some celebrities out there, too, that are into the nerdy stuff. And, yeah, really good speeches, you know, good learning opportunities. All right, speaking of nerdy stuff, here's another good story, and this is, of Ooh. course, my favorite because I'm a parent, and every parent out there listening right now, please turn your radios up. Because you're going to love this. There's a new app called Reply ASAP. Now, it lets parents contact their children even if their phones are off or they have them on silent. Now, the creator of this app, Nick Herbert, he noticed that his son uh, didn't actually answer his phone when he texted him or call or pick it up when he called him. And, and things were important. Like I need my son or I just want to hear his voice. I want to hear where my son is. So he came up with this app that actually shuts down, down his phone until he re- responds to the text or the call. And uh, it he has an alarm on it to where it will ring until he gets it. No kid wants their phone just ringing, ringing, ringing. Uh, he said he realized that the alarm on his phone could still go off even when the phone was set to silent. Then there uh, is a way for uh, you to shut it down where your kids can't text message. They can't do anything on their phone until they answer your text or pick up the phone. Love it. See, I mean, and that is pretty cool because I noticed that must be a... Um a common condition for teenagers, I think if, you know, if my wife's out there listening, she's probably nodding her head right now because uh, we see that exact same thing with both of ours. Now, the only downside of this is we're all Apple users and it's only available on Android. Right now. Well, right now. actually, I got some good news. It's going to be available on um, iPhone soon. Like awesome. we, next week, we'll come back and give you an update and say it's uh, you know available on um, iPhone. But they're quickly I mean, they're yeah. working on it right now. Also, they said it overrides the silent function of your phone. Uh, whenever a text is sent through it. So, again, no silence. I, I I know my daughter's on her phone, and she will not answer the phone. I just, she keeps putting me through to, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what is it? What is it when they hit the button? You could tell oh. they hit the button. and Oh, yeah, send you through to voicemail yes. or what have you. Yeah. Yes, and she's like, I'm on FaceTime. I can't answer you. Yes, I'm your mom. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can. can answer me. Well, it's like, you know, we constantly tell our kids, like, you know, uh, your mom's just going to keep blowing you up until you will answer. So, and so here, here's a really fun thing is 
we know quite a few of their friends too. So if they don't answer quick oh enough, we'll God. start texting friends. I thought I was the only one that that did that. I would oh, call my no. daughter's friends and I I purposefully get her best friend's phone number. Uh-huh. She has two best friends. I have their number programmed in my phone. So if I can't get a hold to her, I got one of them. And they will answer. It's funny how your best your kids' friends will answer for you, but your own child won't. Oh, I don't oh yeah. Understand oh, yeah. That. Well, you know, it's kinda like the equivalent of what, what we had back in the day. What ended up happening? Mama said, Call me when you get there. You better call because if <laughs> if not, if she sent you to the store to get a gallon of milk and you didn't call her when you get there, that milk might have your picture on it. She might have already called and put you on the side of that milk carton. <laughs> call me. Or back before we have, when you, uh, if you're a latchkey kid, you call your parents when you get home. Oh, yeah. You make sure you made it home. Now we have um, monitoring systems in your in your house that alerts you if your child comes in the house. Once they're in the house, it tells you. I love that. Yeah. like the, uh, It was kind of funny. Some of my, my kids, they use that amongst all their friends. I was taking my daughter over to one of her friends' house the other day. And it's like, oh, they'll know when I get here because they, they get an alert whenever I get near their house. I'm like, uh, love that's it. pretty cool. I know. Jason, uh, our executive director, last year, he said, uh, we were talking, and he said, hold on. He looked at something. He said, oh, my daughter just made it in. I'm like, Oh, my God. That is so cool. You know when they're on the bus, you know when they've arrived home and all that stuff. Another good story is uh, Google Assistant's new interpreter mode can translate conversations. This one is a big one. 27 different languages. So that is pretty big. Um, Have have they taught it redneck yet, though? I'm still having a hard time with my southern accent with the Google every now and then. (laughs) You know, they can get all these other other languages in there. Come on, let's get some southern going. (laughs) Can you it, can it understand? Email. Yeah, I'm going to have to shoot him a notice. Like, can you understand y'all and yont too? Okay. I don't even know what that second one you said. What? If, I don't. I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> Kevin Hart voice. I don't. What do? You, what is that? I don't understand that. Now, my last big story of the um, today is the 4G Apple Watch. It uses EKG monitoring, and they've been talking about this because this is big. I mean, oh yeah, the 4G watch, and they've had wearables that monitor your EKGs and things like this, but this is, I have an audio for you guys to listen, because I want you to understand how important this feature is on the Apple Watch. Take a listen. If you own one of the newer Apple Watches, the Series 4, it has this dormant feature that was flipped on last year. This watch can now perform an electrocardiogram test, or EKG. It measures the electrical signals that your heart uses to regulate your heartbeat. The point is to detect signs of atrial fibrillation, which is a form of a regular heartbeat that could cause a stroke or heart failure. This is actually a big step for Apple. You might think of this watch as a notification machine for fitness buffs who want to obsessively track every single step that they take, but with the EKG, it's trying to become something different. Not just a fitness tracker, but now a health monitor. But that change, it opens up a host of new questions. Do doctors think it's a good idea? Are people going to use this the right way? Are we just giving people all this information that they don't even understand? Oh, we asked our science reporter Angela to tackle those big scary questions for us. Hey, Dieter. Now, that is a good question. I love that story. But I post that uh, um, article out there because I wanted to open that uh, question up to you. Uh, Wilt, how do you feel about that? Well, you know, I, I think it's wonderful. Um, you know, just speaking for us, for example, my wife and I and the kids, we have the uh, the Apple, the, the Watch 3, the, the, the last version. And it does have heart monitoring on there. It doesn't quite go as in-depth as the 4 is doing. But, you know, for us, for example, I mean, some people know quite a few years back, my wife had a heart attack. Um, And so kind of monitoring those heart heart rhythms and stuff um, were pretty important in, in, you know, things like AFib. But but taking it that step further, I mean, by no means is this technology trying to replace your doctor or you just being mindful of your health. But anything that we're putting in place, um, especially for those with a concern in that area, I mean, it's just – you know, hey, great, you can check the time, but hell, here's your text messages. But also, I've I've read multiple stories where the the you know the watches have actually been that catalyst to get someone to go to the doctor. It's like something's not quite right, mm-hmm. but you don't really realize mm-hmm. it. So I think this is just a huge, huge step in doing what technology is supposed to do, and that is enhance our lives, not exactly. replace things, but enhance our lives. And if we can enhance the safety of our moms and dads and brothers and sisters and friends out there, I mean, you know, that's. That's that's just huge. That's what it's supposed to be about. Exactly. And and that's another one of the other reasons why I did purchase the watch for my daughter. She's an athlete and mm-hmm. that'd be great for her to have all that at her um 
At her, not fingertips. Well, at her fingertips. Yeah, and, and it actually does learn, it, it, with the health app on the iPhone, for example, it does actually learn what is your normal. Um, so, you know, if you're more active, it's going to know that you're going to normally have a higher, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a different heart rate than maybe if you're a little bit more lethargic like me. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, again, it, it's just about enhancing your life and enhancing your safety. All right. Well, we're going to take our first break of the day. But when we get back, we're going to discuss how technology is changing your workout routine. And we're going to go to the phone lines and speak with the Mikey from Mobile. First call of 2019. All right. Well, to be a part of our show, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email the show to EverydayTech at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. This is Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio. to a radio? Well, don't worry. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB public media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. Can we get real for a second about New Year's resolutions? That tidy list of all the swell things we're going to do to make 2019 pretty darn perfect. Lose weight, quit smoking, save money. What if this year, instead, you simply determined to think in new ways? To learn one little thing every day. MPB Think Radio can help. Information that enhances your health, can inspire your finances, and uplift your spirits. Even opportunities to volunteer. All at mpbonline.org. Sometimes real is better than perfect. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Woods Contraire. And today we're discussing... The future of fitness and how technology is impacting the way people work out. Now, we want to hear from you. Plus, we're still taking your personal tech questions, so give us a call at 1 877 MPB Ring. That's 1 877 672 7464. Or you can email the show to Everyday Tech at Everyday Tech at uh, MPB Online.org. Try saying that one three times. I know, I know, I know. Well, like we said, we're going to go to our uh, first caller of 2019 and speak with Mikey from Mobile. Good morning, Mikey. Yay. Do I want an Apple Watch, too? You do. First caller of 2019. <laughs> Wait for it. Uh, it's, it's in the mail. Uh, uh, keep yeah, checking. Yeah, I believe keep it. Checking. I believe it. Listen, um, uh, goofing aside, um, I, I have a, a serious question because I see this happen all the time. Uh, when you, And so I question whether or not there's wisdom in, you know, I think it's wonderful that your daughter's an athlete and that she, she looks like a James Bond movie person. But if she's gassing up, um, I see people do this next to me, three feet away from me all the time. They plug in the, 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 uh, the nozzle and they whip out their cell phones and they're talking on it. Well, this can probably be even more dangerous than texting while driving if you think about what gasoline and electricity do together. There's usually space to pull over at a gas station. So, uh, and not everybody knows, especially somebody that's a teenager that's enamored with this wonderful new technology, which can be so useful. If you, if something goes wrong and there's a spark in the wrong place, you might not have the next fitness visit, uh, right? I mean, do the Apple Watches, uh, do they contain the same amount of danger that a cell phone does? And shouldn't we let remind people that that is a possibility okay. and also a liability for the business owners? Good question. Well, there was a there was quite a bit in the news a number of years about that and uh, speculation about it. One thing to remember: a lot of these devices nowadays are closed up systems. The possibility of them sparking is um, minuscule. Your bigger your bigger danger when it comes to being around like the gas tanks and everything else uh, would be, believe it or not, actually your static electricity. The uh, the one report that I remember reading a number of years ago that somebody attributed an explosion or, or uh, 
fire at a gas pump. They initially blamed it on a cell phone, but then actually found out what it was. It was static electricity. And, yes, I'm talking about that static electricity just as simple as rubbing your feet across the carpet and popping your little brother or little sister on the ear. That can actually spark a fire. That's why it's so important, uh, you know, for example, for you to ground yourself, touch your vehicle uh, before putting the gas pumps in there, and to not get back in your vehicle no matter how cold or rainy it is. Um, but most of every, everything that I've looked into, because I've looked into that exact same thing and had that exact same question, has kind of shown unless you have a, a malfunctioning device, the risk of any kind of spark coming from these very, very low voltage units. You got to remember, most of these batteries are operating on only a couple of watts of, I mean, yeah, just a couple of watts of power. We're not talking about high power. Uh, much more scary to me is how many times I've pulled up near a pump and I see somebody pumping gas while they're smoking. Okay, exactly. I, that's one I will never, <laughs> ever understand. But but I think, you know, uh, going also onto your point, I mean, I still think you make a very valid point, and that is, is, is your awareness. I think your bigger danger is not being aware and potentially spilling the gasoline out there or, uh, you know, doing something to cause that static electricity. The bigger, the bigger yeah. problem is going to be that distraction, yeah. in my opinion. And, uh, you know, by no means, I'll kind of preface that with I am by no means an expert on that. But, uh, yeah, I think the distraction is really that bigger piece. And, uh, Mikey, you're right. As my daughter is 15, she needs to pay attention to pumping yes. the gas and not talking on her iWatch as she is pretending to be James Bond. You're right. <laughs> Very good point. We're going to move on to our friend, Alan, from Brandon. There he is. Yes, I knew I was waiting for him. I knew he was hey, going. Michelle and Wilf, how you doing? Great. Man, wonderful. You're doing okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Now, now, where's Jeremy? Is he just taking the week off? Uh, we got to tell. I, Jeremy's under the weather today. Yeah, I, I oh, just, I'm sorry to hear that. He's got cooties I, of some I sort. I hadn't heard job anyway. If he's here, tell him I said hello. He too. is but right he, behind yeah. the, the glass. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I, I wanted to make a comment. This is not really about fitness stuff. This is just how you can use the technology to keep track of stuff. And, and, and I find that the Help app that's built into the Apple Watch is good. It keeps track of my steps. I've always got my phone in my pocket, and I try to walk every day. And it's it's nice. I just have to make myself remember to go to it to check to see, you know, I can try to keep a record of, you know, how often I walk, how many steps I took each day. Which is kind of, it's kind of good about keeping you on a on a on a, on a set pattern and stuff, which is oh, good for you. The, the the other thing I really like, well, I don't really like it this time of year, but I've got one of those Bluetooth scales that I've had for you know two or three years now, and I can go into to an app that works with it, and it shows me how much I've weighed throughout <laughs> throughout all the various dates and stuff, which you know. It, 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 it's not good news right now, but it, it, it's good for keeping you on track if you're trying to to follow a weight loss program. That you you have a record right there at your fingertips to you know see how you, how your weight's varied and stuff, and you know try try to keep you on the on the right path. So I just wanted to mention those two things. Yeah, and what's really cool with that too is I've noticed that a lot of those apps now are actually feeding up into the health kit in the iPhone, for example. Um, you know, myself, right. for example, I have to do daily tests of my blood sugar, and actually the app that I use will actually feed that on over, and I get kind of that one, we call it the one pane of glass or the single point you can go to. Uh, I'm kind of like you, you know, the, the scale scares me this time of year because um, I'm surrounded by family members who are very, very good cooks, especially my wife and my mother-in-law, so... Um, right. Yeah, I had to. I had to watch. I, I'm. Uh, I'm giving my scale a, a a period of relief for right now. I think I'll visit it sometime after Valentine's Day. Right. Yeah. No. Not, not, I know exactly what you're talking about. My my scale stopped working. It turned out it just needed new batteries. And, you know, and I I wasn't aware that it wasn't. Yeah, you know, I had vision problems. I wasn't aware that it wasn't mm-hmm. registering mm-hmm. a weight in it and stuff. And and, and now my, my brother helped me put batteries in it. And it it's working again. So. Yeah, I got on it, and I thought, oh, that is not good. So, well, you could blame it on him. Maybe he put the batteries in backwards and is showing a totally wrong weight. That's what I would go with. Right. Yeah, but anyway, well, happy New Year to y'all, and uh, have, have a great one, and I hope everybody stays fit. Yes. You as well. Thank Take you, care. Alan. Thank you okay. so much. All right. We're going to move on to Stephen from um, Tennessee, is it? Good morning, Hi. Stephen. How are you doing? Nashville, yes. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Um we just wanted to respond to the heart rate EKG app. Uh, I had a heart attack a few years ago, and my husband became obsessed with trying to monitor and keep it monitored and all that. So he found this app, the heart rate app, 
not only does it record the beats per minute, but it also gives you a little EKG. And the, the point that I'm making about that is that I actually carried my phone to my cardiologist. Mm -hmm. And I showed it to him, and we actually uh, did you lay your finger on the near the lens, et cetera, et cetera. And he said, in his opinion, that it was absolutely about as close as to correct as you could get. See that that is really awesome, and I think and and really, Stephen, you bring up another very important point. And I see whenever we go to the doctor, for example, you get a very very brief snapshot of what's really going on at that time. But by being able to bring that information to them, you're able to give them a better picture, and you're participating in your health much more so instead of relying. That is that is absolutely awesome. It, just out of curiosity, do you happen to know the name of that app off the top of your head that I can share? It's called Heart Rate. Uh, it, it, I believe it's how Jack found that. I think it's okay. Heart Rate, and I don't know what else it is. But it's just an app that you download, of course. There's an app for everything, <laughs> oh, as yeah. the commercial says. And, and uh, you, you just download it, and you just... Um, Whenever you get ready, you just lie your finger on the lens, particularly, and uh, and it and it actually shows a little wheel goes around, shows you it shows you how many times your heart is beating per minute, and at the same time, it's doing a little EKG thing. So I was so I started using it, then I thought, well, I wonder if this thing is really how accurate yeah. it is. And my cardiologist, Dr. Cassidy, said, you know, that's about as close as correct as you could probably get on this kind of device or this kind of situation. So sometimes when I feel like I'm having a little little bit of an episode or whatever, mm -hmm. thankfully that's not often, but I do check it, and I did take it to him and showed it to him, and he was he acted like he was pretty pleased that I had it. That's wonderful. Well, see, again, that's great. Like I said, you're participating. You're able to take a more active role, and you're getting better information for you and your doctor to make more informed and you know decisions. That's just that's, that's pretty what it's awesome. All about. I'm, I'm, I just did a, a quick search in the app store on just EKG apps, mm -hmm. for example, and there's just a ton of them in there, and quite a few of them with very good ratings. So this might be. Uh, We're actually going to talk about mobile yeah. apps, um, virtual fitness trainers, personal trainers on apps versus paying for a personal trainer in the gym. We're also going to talk yeah. about. Um, uh, the wearables, and I'm glad of everybody that called in talking about the wearables that they have and how they actually benefit their lives. Wearables can save a life. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Mary from Pontotoc, Mississippi. Now, if you're uh, just joining us, we've been talking about fitness and technology. Now, uh, when we get back, we'll continue talking about that, and we're talking about mobile apps and the whole nine. If you want to be a part of our conversation or ask any general tech question, give us a call. Phone lines are open. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464, or you can send us an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Running a business requires smart decisions every day. Make a good decision for your company today and reach MPB listeners through MPB program underwriting. For more information, go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Day Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our tech expert, Wilts Katria. Now, if you're just ah, if you're just joining us today, we've been discussing the future of fitness and how technology has impacted your workout or your fitness routine. 
If you'd like to be a part of our conversation, give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six six four. Or you can reach us by email at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, before we go to Mary in Pontotoc, it's time for Today in Tech. Today in Tech. Well, on January 9th of 2009, through a posting to the cryptography mailing list, the pseudonymous, 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 (laughs) in other words, this is not his real name. I'm probably mispronouncing that particular word. Satoshi Nakamoto releases the first version of the Bitcoin software and launches the network of the decentralized peer-to-peer cryptocurrency. Now, say that in layman's terms. <laughs> what was that? On January 9, 2009, somebody whose name we don't really know decided to put out there, uh, you know, the idea of the decentralized bank. Um, you, you're hearing a lot. Bitcoin is being kind of... I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% up on it just mm-hmm. because I'm still kind of a traditionalist. I prefer my really? currency to be exactly. backed up by a uh, you know a government system, whatever that, you know. But this was, was the starting of this, this currency that's actually going around on the Internet that's actually backed kind of – I don't really understand what it's backed yeah. by. Is it real? I mean, it's – can you buy well, you stuff know, with it? You know, that's just it. Maybe, maybe my mind is just stuck a little bit too much in the, you know, thinking about, the, like, you know, the gold standard. You can't just print and create money. If that were the case, hey, let me offer you this bottle of water. Exactly. It's worth a million and a half dollars. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? We put our own value on things. And so if right. we're going to take to this, that means anybody can just get some inanimate object and put a value on it and say it's currency. And that's yeah, so kind, of kind of to me, it's it's ether currency. Mm-hmm. There's not really mm-hmm. anything anything tangible. I'm kind of still more for that folding and and change clinking mm-hmm. kind right, of money. Right. Well, um, that happened in 2009, January 9th, on this date, 2009. Yeah, and, and you know, and here's but here's the thing behind it though. There's got to be something to it because it's it's stuck around. But we do see it used much more in the um, in several less than above board transactions, I mm. guess. At least that's that's in my opinion and my observances is okay. that you see it being used a lot more in, in those uh those darker corners of the of the internet. Okay. Well uh to let you guys know if you're just tuning in, we've talked we're talking about fitness and technology today. So if you have a fitness technology comment or question or you want to talk about your Fitbit or what technology has done to help you get in shape or get healthier for 2019, give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. Of course that's one eight seven seven six seven two Seven four six four. We're going to go back to the phone lines and speak with Mary from Pontotoc. Good morning, Mary. Happy New Year. Good morning. Happy New Year, and thank you for your purpose. Thank you and, for listening. Okay, so I have a question about general uh, tech and then a comment about fitness tech. Right. So um, I recently had installed a ring um, security doorbell. Mm-hmm. In the front of my house, and a flick camera in uh, on the tree in the back of my house. So here's the thing: the ring doorbell seems to have a delay. Um, a person comes to the door, and then it it immediately uh, alerts me on my cell phone that there's several innocent path before I can pull up, you know, the the image on the camera, uh, which kind of defeats the purposes. So I'm wondering if the person who installed it failed to, you know, have a, uh, to remove that delay or whatever, or if that's a perk with the uh, doorbell. Well, I'm kind of like you. It seems like to me that that would be, uh, it, it does kind of defeat the purpose. I mean, you're getting the alert but not getting the video there. One thing that initially comes to mind is speed of Internet. It's got to manage to upload the uh, the image to the Internet before it can then download it back to your phone. So depending on the style internet you have, it could be something in, it could be something as simple as some of the settings in there to allow video to transfer a little bit quicker. 
I, I'm kind of oh. thinking there's going to be more of a of a logical setup with that. I really kind of wish we had. I know Jeremy's. I I, I have no experience with those specifically, uh, but I know Jeremy so. has. But just me, the network guy in me, my first thoughts would be is that there needs to be a little bit of tuning on your um, on your internet connection to allow that video to go. Video is actually pretty um, pretty substantial traffic on an internet connection, especially when you're uploading at a home on a home yeah. connection. And as such, there may be some settings inside of the ring that can actually optimize that. Um, and, okay, and I'm saying I, that, I, but I would I would love for you to shoot us an email, and I can go ahead and make sure I, I get that to Jeremy, and he can kind of chime in on this as well. And, and of course, we'll follow okay. back up on this. Uh, okay, because uh, I do have a U-verse, you know, a vinyl internet TV and, and landline in that, and so I'm wondering if my modem is slow. Uh, thank you. Yeah. The other, uh, the, the other is a comment. <laughs> this is about orange therapy. Are you familiar with them? Say that again. Orange Therapy Fitness. Orange Therapy. Yes. Okay. Hmm. So uh, I learned about them when I was in Atlanta. And when I came back to um, Mississippi, I found, oh, well, what do you know? There's actually um, one in Starkville. And um, so when I went to check it out, now I'm in my... Uh, seventh decade. <laughs> so I saw all these young people and I stood and I noticed what they were doing. There's this chart they have on the wall and you, it's, it's uh, your exercise is governed by whatever your heart rate is. And you are placed, as I understand it, in certain segments of the exercise plan based on your heart rate and then trying to get your heart rate to, um, you know, get to a higher level and then to level out and to push yourself. In other words, I decided this ain't for me. (laughs) This is for (laughs) 20 and 30-something and even younger. But I was just wondering what your... Okay, so we looked it up. It's called Orange Theory Fitness. Okay, uh, when I'm, I've never. This is my first time hearing I, about it. I have it. not. Uh, and is it? Uh, do they use technology to use? Uh, Java pulled it up. Yeah, I just looked it up and going off the website Orange Theory Fitness. They um, we're throwing these terms around. They even have one over in uh, in Madison, and it's just like she explained that they kind of. Um, uh, tailor your workouts to um, to your heart rate because I'm looking at this big screen that's on a wall with all these different heart rates and they're doing different color, um, different types of workouts. And they said Orange Theory Fitness combines three aspects into one workout, science, coaching, and technology. Wow. Is it so, a class, a group type well, deal? Yeah, it's a, group, it's a group type deal, but it's a, um, it's you know, it's a fitness a center and they like she said tailor the workout to your specific to your specific heart rate, heart rate. yeah it's interesting yeah again using technology and uh, health i love it i really do and that's what we're talking about today guys thank you mary for those comments and your question uh no and don't forget to email the show about your uh ring um doorbell that Address is Everyday Tech at mpbonline.org. Wilton Jeremy, especially Jeremy, has a lot of um, experience in putting those, uh, those, those uh, rings, in. rings yeah. in. And like you said, it could be her um, internet service. Slower, yeah, I, I always look. You know, I always believe. Look at the uh, look at something simple first. Don't try to overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. But uh, my first suspicion would actually be internet connectivity. But I like what you said. Uh, video is large, so it, it may is. take longer. You'll get the um, the uh, message that someone is uh, ringing your doorbell before you get to see the picture. Oh, yeah, and we see that. All, I mean, you know, just think about that. Even whenever you're just like, you know, texting someone maybe a picture, you notice you can sit there and text them back and forth, back and forth. But even on the decent cell, cell coverages nowadays, you'll still notice when you're sending pictures, there's still a delay. It's just 
images take more and video even more so. So speaking of images and video, let's talk about mobile apps, uh, virtual trainers instead of personal trainers. Now, this is something for me. I mean, I've gone in gyms and of course you do the ten dollars a month. No, um, um, no, no contract. contract. And, and then they are, here's where the money comes in. Now we can give you a personal trainer that will uh, tailor your workouts and help you get on the right track. And you'll be a hundred pounds or less by, in six months. You know, that's where the money comes in when they add those personal training um, programs in your package. Now I'm oh, not yeah. putting down $10 a month and you can do it on your own, but they let you know that, Oh, with us, we can, you know, get you on the right track quicker. Now, with these virtual apps, these mobile apps, you don't need to buy the... I've looked into personal trainers and I'm not... They, the price that they told me, I'm being tongue-tied right now because I was baffled at the price. Well, you know, and, and, and a lot comes into that. And I think we got to preface that with the fact that you got to remember all of us are in a different situation. Um, and when it comes to anything with your health, um, I think as we would probably all agree, before you do anything like that, you know, kind of like the uh, the, the commercials always warn, make sure you're checking with your doctor first. Mm-hmm. We all have different, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, my wife has different health conditions, you know, from the heart attack than what I would and, you know. Uh, but um, so no technology can take the place of that. Right. However, you're right. I mean, I think that on some of these I've seen, especially like some of the exercise bikes right. and some of the Bowflex things you right. see in like commercials now where they're putting people who are interacting in at least, mm-hmm. you know, I see it as a motivational piece and maybe giving you guidance because one of the biggest things I was reading a really interesting article uh, actually yesterday and it was talking and it had kind of a different message, but it really kind of falls under this. And that is a lot of people make the New Year's resolution um, regarding health. Mm-hmm. And we will see that there's going to be a lot of people probably hitting the gym in January, February that have never really quite been in there. And one of the biggest questions that generally comes up is, what do you do? It's not as simple as just hopping onto a bike Mm -hmm. or getting onto an elliptical or grabbing a machine. And so getting that knowledge, and that's where technology with some Mm -hmm. of these video pieces can come in. Um, But even the more important piece, going somewhere where there are people who are open and receptive and maybe finding someone that will actually help you to figure that out. you know, I, I have some friends that are personal trainers that, you know, do a wonderful job. If that's what you're quite, you know, if that's what you're needing, then I would have to think, yeah, it's probably really worth well, it. Well, before we go to break, that's what I want to talk about. These virtual apps, training apps, aren't just you're by yourself. They right. actually put the personal touch to it. So we're going to come, we're going to take a last break and come back. And I'm going to let you guys know the five top virtual training apps to download. And these apps are incredible. You'll think the person is right there with you from Serena Williams to, I mean, all types of people helping you get in shape. Now, again, we're talking about technology and fitness. If you want to chime in on our conversation, the phone lines are still open. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can reach us by email at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people, only on MPB Think Radio. MPB would like to thank Daniel, Coker, Horton, and Bell and the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance for underwriting MPB programs. Your company can be an underwriter, too. Find out more. Go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting to find out how. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with our tech expert, Wilts Contreras. Today, we've been discussing fitness and technology and how it's changing the way we live healthier lives. Plus, we're still taking your personal tech questions. If you'd like to be a part of the show, give us a call at one 877 MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can reach us by email at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, before the break, I said I was going to uh, let you know the best five virtual training apps to download. Let's talk about this first one. It's called Nike Training Club. Nike. Yeah, I did say She that. forgot the E. Yeah. <laughs> 
Go get your Nikes, Jordan. I'd say Nikes. No, oh. Nike. I'm old school. <laughs> God, I'm so old. Okay, Nike Training Club. Now, the biggest feature and the best feature on this one is the workouts are by celebrity trainers and athletes. What else about this one um, rings a bell? Well, it's good. Wilts? Well, I mean, I just think you know, anything, the, the idea, some people definitely like that idea of, you know, the, the, these celebrity athletes are successful for a reason. They have a very you know, well-conditioned body. They're, they're good at what they do and they don't get to be that way by accident. They don't just, you know, wake up one morning and say, Hey, you know what? Uh, I want to be, hi, Serena I'm Serena Williams. Williams. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be a world-class, you know, tennis player today. No, it doesn't happen like that. So they go through these things. So it's, these are, these are normal people who actually went through these efforts to, to learn this. So passing on some of those tips, uh, is, is definitely, you know, very attractive. A lot of free options in here. Uh, and, you know, just a lot of opportunity. And really, that's what virtual has really opened up for a lot of things is that you can reach a much larger audience. I mean, you know, think all the way back, you know, we mentioned the 80s before. Where were some of the very early virtual training apps, if you will? Jane Fonda Workout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not new. No, it's, it's not new. Better. It's just it's we're, we're, moving it, we're, we're moving it in a whole different direction. You're able to increase your audience. Uh, you're able to help more people. And you're able to take a couple of options with True. that. Now, if you don't like that one, now, of course, that's called Nike Training Club. And it's absolutely free. And you get trained by uh, Serena Williams, Roger. Federer. Federer and Cristiano Ronaldo. Wow. Now, this next one is called Fitmo. Now, the biggest feature on this one is you get to talk to an actual person. Love it. And you get to optimize your plan with a specific health goal, which is very important because everyone has a different um, body type. So uh, no workout plan will be the same. Everyone um, will have a different workout plan. So this one you can uh, tailor to you. I love that one. Uh, Also, uh, you get to talk again. You get to talk to a real live person and you choose your personal trainer. That's called Fit Mo. And uh, you also get one full done meal plan and all those things. So again, like uh, we were talking off air, some of these apps are free, but the cost will come in with the extra things they add, like the meal plans and the added bonuses. Well, it will. What's really cool, and and we see this with so many apps. We see this with games, you know, a lot of free games out there. We see this with different productivity apps and everything else. There's always going to be some basic functionality and you know, for a lot of people, that basic functionality is exactly what they need. But for those who actually get in there, embrace it, and want to go a little bit further, there's usually going to be options for what we call in-app purchases or basically, you know, to step it on up. So uh, what I think is kind of cool about that, you look especially like with these fitness apps, you know, it's almost like a try it before you buy it. You get on in there, and if you see something you're going to actually stick with, you're going to actually do, and it really works for you, then, hey, go ahead and step up and, uh, you know, throw a couple of coins toward the uh, developers there and, and enhance it. But... Don't just, you know, throw money at something and then just, you know, have to walk away from it. Now, this next one is hard to say. Let's see. Swerk it. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a Missy Elliott song, uh, but it's it's called Swerk It. And the biggest feature on this one that the workouts are short. And a lot of people who are very busy, like me, you have so many things you go to, run to here after work is not over. Your life is not over. You go here, you go there. We want short uh, effective workouts, and that's what these are, two minutes to 30-minute workouts. Um, they range from, you can uh, tailor this as well to your um, body type and to your um, daily activity. You set the time, you exercise focus, and the type of movements you want to do. I love it. Um, they also offer an option to talk to a trainer. Again, that's that in-app purchase type deal. Well, yeah, but, you know, think about it now, though. It, it, you're, you're going beyond that trainer just being in one location. You know, it's the economy of scale. If you can sit there and reach 1,000 people, it's a lot easier for that trainer to have a few-minute conversation with someone. It does actually come a little bit cheaper, too, instead of having that personal just one-on-one. They're dedicated to you. So, you know, it is. It's economy of scale. Now, if you're uh, into the holistic type of um, health activity, we have one called Noom. N-O-O-M. Now, this biggest feature encourages healthy habit creation. It's a holistic approach to health. The aim of this program is to not simply get a workout, but to reshape unhealthy tendencies. And I like this one. This will probably be the best for a lot of people because it's a whole lifestyle change. 
and it helps you see the habits, your the bad habits and the good habits, and help uh, um, instill those good habits and take away those bad habits. Well, that's the only resolutions that are going to actually stick mm-hmm. if you're not committed to actually making a change. If it's if it's a short term. I mean, how many people do we see, unfortunately, you know, do a, you know, a short-term fad diet and all of a sudden they come off of it and it wasn't effective for them? You've had people who, uh, a friend of mine and I were talking about this recently, people who have went through um, dramatic, you know, surgeries, weight loss surgeries, for example, only to, you know, it, it, it's got to be a whole approach. You've got to be committed to it, you mm-hmm. know. And now for you fitness gurus, people who really like to get in there and go for the gung-ho, and I mean, again, we talk about this. Technology will give you all different levels. That's what I love about technology. You don't have to be the big, biggest workout person. You don't. You can start today. Yeah. So they have apps and training programs for every level of intensity. So the athlete flow and the cons of uh, well, the athlete flow is for those benchmarkers, those really, really people, the people that really like to work out and want to get in there and uh, get specific with their performance. This one is for you. It's called Athlete. Flow. Yeah, I noticed that one also has, you can actually upload your own exercise routines in there so you can actually track yourself. So it really kind of becomes a, a benchmarking tool for you. Which is neat. Now, they say sometimes, you know, we talk about con, pros and cons on the show, but the cons of virtual training apps is, of course, uh, the industry uh, undermining the personal training in a traditional sense. Like you said, right. you have friends that are personal trainers. Sometimes when, when we come, when it comes to technology, technology can take the place sometimes of people actually uh, that do this business and their sales start going down. Well, and what you may see, though, you may actually see some people that will kind of like start onto this, and this might be that good entry. You know, this is the way I would envision it. This becomes like that entry into those those life-changing habits and and after using one of these apps for a little while, you may actually find yourself wanting to go and actually seek out that personal trainer. So, okay, you know, I've, I've done the entry level. I've uh, learned about it myself. I've realized that I can make these changes to move forward. Now let me take it to that next level and get in there with someone to help me to fine-tune this and really make it happen. So like we said earlier, technology, uh, the beginning of this helps you get started. It helps right. you get started. Love it, love it, love it. Well, we want to thank you for listening to Everyday Tech this year, and we appreciate each and every one of you. We're going to have a bigger and better 2019. All right. And as always, if you missed part of the show and want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org or uh, subscribe to our podcast. For Woods Contraire, I'm Michelle McAdee. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy and join us next week for another episode of Everyday Tech at 10 a.m. only on MPB Think Radio.